When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gentlemen, it is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 64 for August 13th, 2019. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. This is Tony B, the fabulous T, coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? Oh, what's happening? We're back, everybody. We're back. Wisdom is back. Wisdom in the house. Yeah, we had a couple weeks off there for uh, your vacation and my work situation, which we will get into shortly uh first so whether you're smart or stupid we got tons of stuff for you that is true pretty much always true all right let me see uh we are live on the page i'll share it what the hell with the group nobody really ever joins us but heck heck why not what the heck share in group cover band central why is that oh group name oh i see i have to type it here okay Never mind this. We got to do this on video so some people can see what I'm actually doing. Because that'll be super exciting. Yes, it will. Especially when they see you do like acrobatics and we start to get some calisthenics involved. Right. All right. So we're live on the Cover Band Central page in, on Facebook and on the Cover Band Central group in Facebook as well. So you can join in there or you might just hear it on the replay, which is what most people normally do. And give us a comment. Give us a like. Send us a message. Tell us you're out there. We know you're out there, but let us know, too. Engage life. Engage the global explosion of Cover Band Central. That's what I'm saying. Be a part of it. It is a global explosion, for sure. Um, The GE. So, uh, wow, we have a lot to catch up on, don't we? (laughs) We sure do, man. Holy cow. It's It's been almost a month. When are we? Well, no, three weeks ago we were here, and I was gonna go back and listen to the previous broadcast to to see where I kind of left off with everything, and uh, I didn't. So I have to kind of guess, mm. unless you know. Well, I can give you I can give you a quick update from just from what I recall. Okay. Um. But again, could allegedly, you know, and not guaranteed for accurateness. But allegedly, yes, we had updates going for um, Chambo, whether or not you were coming up, you were going to get some gigs going right. with either Mad Rabbit or something else to try to fill the nights. Seeing what the dates were to come up, that was on that front. We talked about vacations, sandcastles, uh, <laughs> weather, things of that nature. Uh, regarding that, we touched on. Um, some stuff about CBC, 
um, with, uh, upgrading, you know, some equipment and stuff like that. And um, yeah, again, that's all I really recall. I know it was well, a great episode. It was episode sixty-three. Forget exactly what we talked about, but yeah. again. We'll do a little refresher and we'll come back to it. Well, there was now, I'm, I'm kind of remembering, because there was the, the the stuff that was going on with me at the swamp. Uh, when we last left off, Tracy, my singer, had given her two-week notice to leave the gig. Um, yes, that is definitely true, that that we talked about that. And yep, okay, so, we're, we're, so we, we, we're in that realm to leave off about that. We talked about other possibilities for subbing or joint, you know, or music. Yeah. So we're yeah. right back in it. Yeah. So Tracy was, uh, um, and, and we determined that there was some behind the scenes shenanigans going on with the management. They were telling tall tales about us and trying to kind of s- split us apart by just creating chaos where there was none. Um, and what ended up happening was Tracy, uh, uh, she told Sean that, and I might have said this, but uh, just to recap, Tracy had told Sean, who was the band leader, um, that for a while she had been um, set, uh, pulled aside by one of the managers telling her that they wanted to fire the rest of the band and hire another band around her. And she was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not backstabbing my friends, my bandmates that I've been with for years. And instead of getting mixed up in all that drama, she just decided to give her notice. And and then she ended up lining up another gig down the street at Crazy Corner, um, which is my old gig. And I still play there once in a while, too. Um, yes, I mean, that was your first haunt. Yeah. So what happened after that, after our podcast, was on the Thursday following that podcast, Sean, the band leader, gave his two-week notice um, because he found out that the band as a whole was going to get fired anyway and that he decided he would rather resign than get fired so he gave two weeks notice on that thursday and then the uh the two weeks ended on august 8th which was last thursday so i am no longer working at the swamp and none of us, the band is not working there either. We are done. Um, well, so you are a free agent right now. Yeah. Um, so very sad uh, end of a, a long stretch. I, I, I wasn't really sure how long I had been there, but now I know. I, I started in October. I started full-time in October of 2014. So I've been there as a full-time player almost five years. But I had stu- wow, yeah. but I had started subbing there prior to a couple months prior to that. So so it's it's you know, it's it's safe to say I were, was working there for five years. Um and I am no longer. So um yeah. So that's a it's a big deal. It's a big change. There's um and it's not uncommon for Bourbon Street, and it's not un- uncommon for my experience on Bourbon Street too. I've been, I've lost jobs five or six times on the street through no fault of my own, just management decisions, clubs closing, whatever. Um, so you know, take it in stride. It is what it is. 
you know how it works, you know, and you don't look at it as an opportunity lost. You look at it as, you know, uh, the closure of, you know, a, a certain part of the journey. And now you're on to, you know, a new adventure, right? Something else now will, will, will take its place and, and, and start to put you in a different direction, which is pretty cool and exciting to think about it because you've been down that road many times before, you know, uh, always evolving, you know, with, with, with playing and, and the situation of playing and, and life in general, you know? Yes. So it's, it's, it's exciting time. You know, you can look at it like, I mean, it's, you know, it's very interesting when you make changes like that, whether it be, you know, in a career or your band or if you change personnel in a band or if you join a new band or if you decide to leave a band or, uh, you know, you let go from, you know, the situation doesn't work and, and you, you part ways. It's all part of the journey. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. You know, you take what you can, what you've learned from it, good and bad, right, and you apply it going forward. That's kind of how, like, Wisdom Hour started with us talking just about – understanding those things and, and being aware of them, right? And looking back and saying, well, what, what you know, what did I gain from the, the past five years of experience there? You know, uh, aside from the friendships, the relationships, but the knowledge, the music, the, 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 the more experience, you know, the, the time spent, uh, you know, understanding the business better, seeing it, reading into people how, um, you know, the situation can change like that. You know, they want, the club wants to do a facelift. They want to change things. They want to, they want to, you know, rebrand, so to speak. So it's get a new band, you know, change the look of the inside, switch it up a little bit to try and, <clears throat> excuse me, to keep it current or, you know, just so it changes because it, everything is always evolving, you know. There's very, there's very few things that remain the same. I mean, there's, you know, things in life that, of course, remain consistent throughout your life. Yeah. But it's all how you view it, you know. It's, it's, it's not a sad time time to look back and reflect on the good things you've learned and now you know look and pay them forward you know to an, another better opportunity yeah absolutely I, and i wasn't really sad about it during that last two weeks that we were playing um in fact i was just looking at it exactly the way you described as as a new opportunity this has happened to me before and i've learned so much i've grown so much from this experience um definitely became a better singer because I, I, I did uh, an awful lot of singing there, more than I had ever done really in any other band or any other venue. So, um, so that alone really is something, a, a good takeaway for me. Um, but yeah, it's, um, and, and I kinda, I'm kind of relieved actually about it, that kind of getting away from all the drama that was going on and and having the opportunity to do something else and i've gotten some opportunities which i can get into too but i, I want to talk a little bit more about the, the last two weeks too i decided uh, to film um every night and like just set up a tripod with a, a video camera at the back of the room film the mm -hmm. whole stage and film the whole night for every night that i was going to be there um and as luck would have it, the other bass player was away for that final week, so I ended up doing the whole week, Sunday through Thursday. So I ended up filming eight, eight nights, I think. I think it was eight. Um, cool. Yeah. And so I got a lot of footage. I got a lot of... I got all the personnel, because the band had used different singers, different guitar players, um, and, and whatnot. And I, everybody that was a part of that band for the for the um, for the recent couple of years anyway, is on video. 
So um, I have a lot of footage to go through. I want to make like a killer sort of uh, uh, tribute video to that band. Um, and and I, I have a lot to work with, so I'm excited to do that. It's going to take a while for me to put it together, but I'm going to do it with a lot of a lot of care. And uh, I'm excited to have that because I was thinking, man, like there's bands that I was in 20 years ago that I wish I had video. I wish I could go back and watch it, you know, like like just playing with you. I wish I could go back yeah. and watch gigs with you, <clears throat> you know, and I don't. So I want to I wanted to make sure that I had something that in 20 years from now I can go back and look on, you know. Yes, I have video of us. You do? Yes. For real? On what, like on VHS? Or, or... Uh, no, no, like camcorder. I'm trying to think of um, <clears throat> trying to think of where I have it shot from. I have, I have a couple of Weisenheimer videos, a few, not many, but I have a handful. And then I, you know, with the advent of cell phones, it's very easy just to tape your phone onto a mic stand, you know. Right. And just record. And it's like 4K video now, 1080p, oh, you know? It's, it's but, as long as your phone has memory in it, you can get some pretty killer, you know, phones are un- unreal. Yeah, but I wasn't in Weisenheimer's. I was in Outskirts. So you, do you actually have Outskirts video? Um, I yes, I have I have, cham- I have a Chambo. I have one or two Chambo Oktoberfests. Don't know if you played them, but if you didn't, you probably no. It, it might, yeah. It was um, you played Chambos a couple times with us, right? I, I think how many I, times did you? I played. I played. I think I only played once, and then I came. I, I attended once, um, or I may have attended twice. I know for sure you played at least at least once. You definitely played the whole gig. Because oh yeah. We did version of Thunder Road. Remember when the first fucking yeah, yeah, and yeah. The first time I was at Chambos was when I was playing with you with you guys. That was the first time I, I was ever there, and then it was so much fun. Even though I wasn't in the band, I came back the next year to just just to hang out. That's what I mean, right? Okay, so that was one of your last gigs with the band with Chambos. It may have been one of the last ones. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we used to play that place in Connecticut, the Loft. Remember that place? Yes, I do. That was that, a, was, a, that was a good room, but the only problem was they had that one step up stage riser, and it was made out of wood. And for whatever reason, when you would hit the kick drum because it was hollow underneath, the mics would all howl. Uh, okay. All, all the time, it was like impossible to get rid of. That was the only bummer about that place. But that place used to get packed out. That yeah. place was crazy. It was just a it was a drive too, man, to get there. So that was, oh yeah, uh, it was it was a far drive for sure, hour and a half probably one way, but yeah. it was a good room. And I used to have to drive with Crazy Donna in the car all That's the time. Right. She yep. came, she came to every one of my gigs. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Donna, if you listen to this. I know you're not crazy. You were just drove me. crazy. She was crazy for you, Steve. Drove me. That's crazy. what you meant to say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I want to I want to have footage, man. And like you said, it's easy. But like when I'm playing, I can't do it with a cell phone, really. So I've done this in the past, too, with just setting up the tripod in the back of the room. And then you can go in the, these, you know, programs. Yeah, like computer, you can go in and edit them so that they pan. So they zoom, even though it's a still shot and you can do transitions. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can cut them up. So I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut up a nice video, basically a tribute to. Uh, a labor of love tribute to to that gig 
and and I I shot some like behind the scenes footage when we were done of people talking and and uh, so I'm gonna kind of work that all in and make a nice video for that. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to do that. It's gonna take a long time, and I'm not gonna do it for a while yet because I have other stuff to do first. But but uh, that was a that was a fun part of that last two weeks for me was doing that. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and the, you know the footage the. Uh, the quality is good. The sound quality, the video quality is pretty good. And and I bought a camera for it wasn't much money. It was two hundred and twenty bucks, something like that. Was, but it's a nice Sony, a little Sony camcorder. But technology's come so far, man. It's crazy. Oh yeah, no, it is definitely. I mean, uh, I got a new camcorder maybe five years ago, you know. But it was the first one with uh, built-in memory, you know, no t no tapes of any sort. Right. Yeah, this uses uh, the little SD cards, the tiny ones, the mini SDs. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, they're amazing now. I mean, I had to get a new phone. I got an upgrade, so I got an iPhone, uh, the X, the ten. Oh, nice. and it's, dude, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's really good, man. I got it's it's, it's two hundred fifty six megs. It's a ton of memory. Yeah, I'm... but it shoots awesome killer video. The sound quality is unbelievable. The photo quality is crazy. Yeah, it's got to be. I, I've seen the the examples of it, and I've seen other people take pictures of the qualities. I'm an Android guy, but I might. I I'm ready for an upgrade, so I might go. I might go iPhone. Because I got it's cool, man. I like it, and it's got the surround sound speaker. So if you don't have headphones in, you can play music through it. It's pretty loud, and if you put it up to your face, like if you bring it close, like you're looking at it, you know, like right in front of you. Uh -huh. It it pans around and it's like a surround sound feature. It's pretty cool. Um, man, I, so I, I want to kind of wrap this whole thing up with the swamp, but um, they did hire a new band, um, mm -hmm. and they're using a lot of different musicians for the band, so they're kind of going to run into the same issues that we had of not having a cons consistent lineup. But the, the guy that's coming in, the band leader is coming in, is a bass player, and he's somebody I know, and he's somebody I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for. Um, he's a great guy. He's a, a really nice guy, and and he's a super talented bass player. Um, and I, I touched base with him. I made sure I reached out to him, and I said, congrats on the new gig, and please let me know if you need any help or if you need a sub, you know, please don't hesitate to call me. And I gave him my number. And then he called me a couple of days later and we just chatted. And so this was a couple of days ago. We just chatted and he said, yeah, I'm going to be using uh, Glenn and Sam on guitar. And those are the two guitar, two of the three guitar players that we've been using. Um, mm -hmm. And then he mentioned some couple of different people on keyboards that I didn't know. And a couple of different people singing that I didn't know. And the drummer is somebody I know, um, but I only met him like once or twice, but I know he's really good drummer um so they're going to carry on you know with the same thing and and i heard because i know glenn glenn is playing with them uh not until next week but he got a song list and he was kind of telling me some of the songs they're doing and he's like man they're just doing the songs that we should have been doing you know all the hits they're throwing in like six or seven country songs that are popular um and you know they're coming in with a fresh attitude and that's and that's why I kind of like I'm not super unhappy about it because I think that I think that management kind of had to do that. They they kind of had to 
make, make it fresh and bring somebody in new because they, you know, it's and business is slow in the summer. It always is. But I can see why they would because I, I think our band and not, not me certainly, but I think the general attitude with our band was very complacent. It wasn't like we weren't trying hard. We just weren't as a whole. Um, and somebody new is going to come in and try to do the best that they can, you know, try to come in. Sure. Church, you know, so, so that's, uh, so that's that. So, uh, you know, there's a good chance that I'll end up playing there again, um, just as a sub or, you know, who knows what, but, but I, you know, told out Al- told Alan that I'm available and he said, you know, I will certainly get in touch with you if I need you. And, and he's, he's got other obligations too. So there's a good chance he's not going to be there five nights a week. Um, so we'll see, you know, keep you updated and, uh, and explore this new chapter, whatever it brings. Awesome. It, it will bring something exciting. I'm sure <laughs> it will definitely bring something different than what you've had and yes. some of the same. Yes. But now did I talk to you about this whole thing in Biloxi? Did I tell you about this whole possible opportunity? Yes. I, did. I don't know if we talked about it on on the show or not. I think we did, but I'll just recap it real quick. There's a, a, a band um, that plays a, a residency gig at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi, Mississippi, and they play four, four nights a week. Four, four nights a week. Uh, I think it's four. What are they Yeah, four nights a week. And they, they do five sets, five 40-minute sets with a 20-minute break in between each. Um, this is an opportunity that was handed to me by somebody else, or a possibility of it anyway. And then I, I went out there a few weeks ago and watched the band and talked to her manager slash husband for a while. Talked to the current bass player in that band uh, for a minute, and he said, uh, you know, there's a lot going on with this thing. Call me tomorrow. And I, I spoke to him on the phone, and he gave me the lowdown of it, and he said it's really not a great gig. For what they're paying... Um, you know, with with all the work that you need to do for it, that you're not making enough money, um, and they they want you to learn 400 songs, and then you have to learn two songs a week, um, and you have to rehearse at some point, rehearse those songs. Uh, you have to sign a contract, and you are bound to the band. Uh, once you do and you can't leave you have to give six, 60 days notice if you want to leave and if you leave earlier than that you get sued um, so I turned it down <laughs> I, and you know Biloxi, no kid. yeah so Biloxi <laughs> no, no kid good on you dude no, uh, Biloxi for me is an hour and a half away so that would mean four nights a week driving Three just three hours on the road, and then you know five hours. Yeah, you would have to move if if it was going to be you know if it was worthwhile. Like if the bread was there and it was something you really wanted to do, you know, right? That's a, that's a lot of car time, right? Yeah, and at the time making that decision, I had a sick dog, and I was like, "There's no way I'm leaving my dog for eight hours, four nights a at week." A, right, four nights a week. Yeah, correct. I'm not. I'm not doing that. So, so I. So he, after I went to see her, he texted me a couple of days later and said, um, you know, send me a video of you singing and playing so we can set up auditions. And I said, 
you know, after some thought, I, I I'm politely decline um, this the invitation to audition and all that. But thank you for the opportunity. However, if you would like some assistance in finding somebody, I have this uh, you know the Cover Band Central thing, which he knows about. He knew about already and was impressed by. And I said, uh, you know, I'd be more than happy to sell you some ad space to try to get a bass player. So uh, that is what I did. <laughs> I, I he. He bought a, a week's worth of ad on the Facebook group and and uh, page, and uh, nice and got a you know a considerable amount of engagement with it, uh, you know. And based on the money he spent, I think it was uh, it was well worth it. Um, he he said that he didn't get too much uh, from it after it was the run the week run was done, but I still think it was productive um, as a whole. Um, so yeah, so that was an opportunity that came up. Now, I turned it down basically. So now, yesterday, <laughs> he sends me a text. Yesterday, this guy Alex, and he says, uh, uh, "An emergency situation has come up. Send me your <laughs> availability to sub from now until September seventh." And I'm I was at I got the I'm out in the store shopping yesterday, and I'm like, um. And I'm thinking about it. And next week, next Thursday, I'm going on a cruise with my brother. And I have a ton. I have this whiteboard full of stuff I want to do for CBC. And I, that's all I was planning on doing for the next you know week and a couple of days. And I'm thinking, like, all right, do I want to go and do this sub gig and make some money, make some extra money, or do I want to? Um, stay home and, and follow through with a plan that I've already had. And it, the decision was easy for me. Again, sick dog, don't want to go and driving back and forth to Biloxi, leaving my dog alone, and having to step into this situation, where, which everybody that I know that knows about it has told me, it's not a good gig, dude. <laughs> it's not. So, uh, so again, decision was easy. I said, no, I can't. Uh, I'm not available until maybe the be beginning of September. Um, but then I threw a couple names out to him as suggestions, and he ended up yesterday getting somebody else anyway. So so there you go. But, you know, as far as me playing, opportunities like that will come up again and again. And I'm not going to settle, man. No freaking way. I'm not settling for something that's not what I want. No, no, it's got to be the right fit. It's got to be something you really want to do, you know, yeah. the stage of the game. And I'm like, you know, I sold this guy ad space and whatever, but I am on the side of the musician. I am a musician. I'm championing musicians with all of this, with Cover Band Central. And I want to make sure that that I stand up for us. You know, I want to carry that flag and say, like, look, you're making a shit ton of money there. Pay your musicians better. And people right. even people even commented on it on the ads saying, you know, th this is a joke for this much money, you know that that and, and to be fair, the money isn't bad; it's good. Like if you're a, a struggling musician and you're somewhere in that proximity and you you are good enough to cut the gig, it's not bad money. It's not a bad job. It's it's listen. It's probably a great gig, just not for you. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's not a great gig. It's a shitty gig. It's, it's no. It, but for somebody, it's a great yeah. For gig. somebody, for someone who doesn't have a gig right now, or someone who's you know, 
looking for something else more professional maybe you know yeah, yeah. That, that sort of thing you know it might it's, it's a great gig for someone that's all yeah i think it's a great gig for somebody who's who's experienced enough but not completely jaded by that whole scene yeah um you know because because you can make a decent living with it the, with the money that you're making if you want to put it in that work and you don't mind you know doing that and you don't mind playing in that situation where it is. And it's not bad. It's a Beau Rivage. It's a really nice casino. And it's it's a nice bar. It's it's smallish, but uh and there's certain things you have to deal with. Like you have to wear in ears. There's no the PA is, is uh two kind of Bose uh speaker towers. That's it. That's all they have. Um and it's Yeah, they don't want to blow people out. Yeah. There's V drums, everybody's wearing in ears, no amps on stage and uh you know, it sounds like when you're listening to it, it sounds like a, a radio. You know, and when I play live, I want to sound like a live band. It just that's me. But yeah, for somebody else, it's not a bad gig. So, um, so yeah, that's a thing. So then yesterday, of course, and you know, I don't want to get too into it, but my dog passed away, um, and it sucks. But now it's that's not a a concern as far as the work I take, you know, which, because right. he he was a priority to me and, uh, it's going to be sorely missed, but you know, I'm going to carry on. And, and now I, now I have a lot of freedom, man. I, I, I could, I was saying this to, uh, Glenn today, this afternoon, we went to lunch. I, I could just get in a car, man, and drive anywhere right now and not have to answer to anybody or, or yep. do it. I, I could literally do that right now. I could just drive to Colorado. And, you know, and that's, uh, there's a lot of freedom in that feeling. So, uh, well, and like I said, I'm really sorry to hear that. And I, it sucks. I've, I've been there too. And, you know, a couple times in my life and it's, it's terrible, you know, the, the, but like I said, not to dwell on it. Um, the champion, what you just said, or, 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 you know, add to that is now you're going on that cruise too. So you'll be going away really unencumbered. You can really be at peace and be free, you know? Yeah. But I was thinking about something I want to do for this cruise. And this is to tie this in with Cover Band Central. Um, I know there's a market out there for cruise band, cruise bands, cruise musicians and bands. And and I, I, I can guarantee that there's going to be some sort of band, at least one band on this cruise. So I don't, I've never been on a cruise. And I've never played in a cruise band. I've never, but I know that there's that whole market out there. So I was thinking it'd be fun if I could go and like the first night, whatever I see them playing, introduce myself to the band and see if I can interview them on the cruise about being a cruise band, a cruise musician. Sure. Why wouldn't they let you? Yeah, I'm sure they would. So that would be a fun little thing for me to do. And I could do it, uh, I I can't do a video, but I can do an audio video and or audio recording and then and do a write up about it. I guess take some pictures, um, but that'll be a little fun adventure for me while I'm there. I think so. That's a plan. I don't know how how successful I'm going to be at it or, or how focused I'm going to be on it either. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, because for one, dude, <laughs> my brother, my brother's the one that set this whole cruise up, and he bought the the drink package. You know, for us. Right, where you can get up to fifteen alcoholic drinks a day. <laughs> nice, 
And I don't know that I can drink 15 alcoholic drinks every day. Um, you probably, you know, you know, how many days you going for? Five days, four nights. So that's, uh, and I'm so it's 75, it's 75 <laughs> drinks. I'm just magazine. thinking about, I'm thinking how many per hour, depending on how many hours you're awake as I was trying to make it in my mind. But yeah, so 75 drinks over the course of your time being there. That's the maximum. I don't see me drinking 15 freaking alcoholic drinks a day, but, but, but. I do like shots. So if I did like a shot and a beer, that's two drinks right there. So if I did a shot and a beer three times, that's six. Yeah, we'll revisit this after you get back. Yeah. I bet you use up almost all your drinks. Too. I'm going to keep a count. Because you're, you're on a cruise. It's like when you're on vacation. You know, you're up. It's early, right? But then you're going to be out like and about doing stuff. And you're going to have breakfast and everything. And after breakfast, you're going to have a cocktail, right? So you're going to – let's just breakfast. say te- – 10, 11 o'clock, you're already into a couple of them, right? So you could be two or three deep before lunch. Right. Then have lunch, maybe another cocktail, it's like four. Now you're into the afternoon. Maybe you have another one or two or three, you know, <laughs> before dinner. Before you have to take a nap. Holy shit. But I'm saying if you space it out, you know what I'm saying? Think about it. You're probably awake for 20 hours out of the day. So if you look at it that way, you're probably not drinking – 20 hours? What, you think I'm going to only sleep for four hours a night? For five days? And you're on a fucking cruise. Like, we're on vacation. You got to make them. You got a lot of shit to see. I know. And I will. And I do plan on living and not sleeping as much. Because when I get back, I can sleep as much as I want. Um, Correct. Right. uh, I can be, perhaps I can. We'll see. We'll keep, keep, keep a rough tab on it. Yeah. Perhaps I can be generous and give away some of my drinks to to any lovely uh, females that are lurking about. Well, that's the other consideration, too. You may really only have, you know, 10 a day to to, to have to ration. Yes. I will certainly report back in two weeks. (laughs) Okay, yes, I'd like to see that. Because I'm coming back Monday, so we'll do the the wisdom on Tuesday. Oh, do the recap on the wisdom then. Cool. Yes, yes. So we'll hear all about it. Um, but but I do want to tie it in. I, I always want to kind of be working with CBC, so I, I'll I'll try to do something with the musical entertainment that's on the ship and find out what the skinny is, and try to nice convey that to everybody else. Yeah, that's a little little fun project. Um, so uh, let's see what else there's. Uh, well, let's get to the uh, Chainbow update. What do we got? Anything new? Okay, yeah. So I talked to Chainbow today. So the the lowdown is that he just started a new job, and his his um his wife uh, Joanne would be the one to gather all the emails and all the information for the three hundred people that he's going to invite. So in talking with him today, I it's I don't have a lot of confidence that he's going to be able to get it done because he basically said to me he's. You know, he's going to be, he's on vacation and then by the time he gets back, then it's Labor Day. So, you know, it's not Chambos is not going to happen for this coming October. However, he said it has reignited his passion to do it and to have it. So given the opportunity to do it for next year, he's on board 100 percent. But he just doesn't think there's any way. And even in three months time that he could pull it off because he said he's like. He hasn't had it in a few years, you know what I mean? So he has to, like, 
move a bunch of stuff around in his backyard. He has to clean up. He has to rake leaves. You know, like he has to prune stuff. Like he has to get it in ship, you know, tip top shape for the party. So he's not prepared to do it. So Chambos is off for this year. Unfortunately, I'm the bearer of that bad news. However, he is willing to have it next year. Well, okay. That's a bummer. Which is a real bummer because I was told, I already had it on the calendar. Like, I was certain it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. See, now I'm wondering if I should come up to Jersey still or or if I should change the date when I come up. I still would really like to come up no matter what, you know. Well, for the fall, like you said, you know, just yeah. to get that experience, you know. Yeah, for the fall and just to come see you and everybody, you know, else yeah. go hang friends and, and, and still try to play. So I, I got to – I still have not booked a flight, so um, there's that. But um, I'm going to have to reach out to the two bands that I want to play with and see what the deal is there with them because I, I definitely want to have stuff to do, you know, when I'm coming up there. Um, sure. And it's Jersey, you know, so <laughs> – It'd be funny to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and being up there for the fall. But I'm because th- I, I really wanted to go to a Giants game with my friend Steve, funny Steve. And um, that weekend that we had talked about, there's no home Giants game, but there's one the weekend before. So maybe I can come the weekend before. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll still, because uh, oh, okay. again, freedom now, man. And God bless my dog. He's He was just the best um, companion and. Um, and I, I, I mean, it was only last night that he died, so I'm, I, I miss him tremendously, and I, I will always. But it has provided the opportunity for me to kind of be free and do whatever I want. And uh, he was my mom's yeah. dog. My mom passed away in December, and I, I had had been taking care of him for the last three or four years when she couldn't take care of a dog anymore. And I think that I gave him a pretty good quality of life that he otherwise wouldn't have gotten. Yeah he otherwise wouldn't have gotten with mom because mom couldn't couldn't walk him and you know couldn't play with how him. long did mom have him for since he was a baby um you know she got him from a shelter he was a little pup um so uh he was 13 uh when he died so she had him for about 10 years wow yeah and you know of course i used to bring him when i went to visit her so now they're together and in the afterlife, yeah. hanging out, chilling. Um, but yeah, that has afforded me the freedom to do whatever I want. I was, and I was just kind of joking. Yeah, today with Glenn, I said that I could just get in the car and drive anywhere, right now. Um, but <laughs> like, let's go. But I'm not going to. But perhaps I was thinking of flying to Jersey, but maybe I'll drive. Maybe it'll just be a fun experience to drive up there. To mm. I don't know. We'll see. And stop and see some bands all, along the way. I really, I really would love to do that. I was thinking about that idea a while ago. Was just to do like a whole cross country trip and visit different clubs and go see different bands in different cities in the in the country, like all over the country, and uh, and do something, you know, a little project with CBC for it. Maybe film it. Maybe make a little like YouTube documentary or something. Um, so that's something that I might embark on who knows yeah or even if you had some time when you're driving up you could stop at like Myrtle Beach and check out some bands and you can go a little further up the way you know what I mean like you could like I said if you're driving 
that's a whole different experience, you know? Yeah, and having no specific ties here, you know, other than having my apartment, um, you know, I could go out for, for three months if I wanted to. Yeah, right, sure. You know, um, so that's something maybe I will do because I, I do love to travel and I would love to do something along the lines with CBC uh, with traveling, you know, and getting around and, and experiencing that in person because it's, it's a whole different ball game. You know, when you when you actually go see a band live than it is, you know, seeing a little snippet video video or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, no, no doubt. You know, so if I can get I have a whole list of shit to do on my whiteboard before the cruise. And if I can get all that stuff done, uh, when I come back from the cruise, I'm going to be in a good position to really ramp everything up. With CBC. I mean, that that's the idea of, of getting all this stuff done is to ramp things up. Uh, with CBC and and you and I had talked about uh, in the last episode about doing a, a Wisdom Hour page on the website, which is not done yet, and getting a new logo, which is not done yet, but that's on the whiteboard for the the next nine days. I have nine days to get all the stuff done, and I have nothing else to do, no other priorities. So that is uh, that's my task. That's my challenge for before the cruise getting all this stuff done and i i believe i can do it nice yeah uh what else um uh yeah so i'll kind of like next week kind of give an update on all the stuff that i've updated for cbc but um but we're going to give the website a spit shine and and make it a lot more functional a lot more user-friendly for folks out there and also uh uh just give more resources and make it more productive for people. Um, but in the meantime, the, the, everything's still growing, you know, the, the group is still growing. The page is still growing. People are still signing up on the website. So as long as that trajectory trajectory remains the same, I'm, I'm happy, but I, I want to, I really want to put full time into this. I, I haven't been able to do that. You know, I've been working, playing and I, I haven't had the time. So now I do have the time. So I'm really looking forward to, to sprucing everything up and making it more fun and useful for everybody. Everybody. Yeah, it's good stuff because, like you said, you know, soon enough, you know, it's going to ramp up again as far as playing and being busy. Maybe. So use, I mean, is that time now, you know? But yeah, I mean, if you choose to, if you choose to, to, it's, to, you know, to be. Yeah, I don't know. I want to play because I want to play, not because I have to play. That's, I've been saying that for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the idea. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much else new to report. That's a lot, though. But so what's that, that is a lot, man. You got a lot going on. I mean, listen, even though Chambos was uneventful, we still have three gigs coming up. You know, for me, I got one after Labor Day, then I got, I mean, I got one the weekend before, I got one Labor Day weekend. Right. Then I got one the weekend after Labor Day, which is back to back weekends. And then I got like two weeks off. And then at the end of this September, I got another one. See, maybe that's when I should come then. End of September. Well, here's the thing: the, the end of September oh, one is like a fiftieth class reunion. <laughs> okay. And we have to I have to play electronic drums, and the band needs to be monitored and and at a controlled volume. Well, okay. Cause, yeah, because we got this gig through uh, another friend of ours' band who's who's done it for you know. The, the past couple of reunions for them and he's like 
it's a real interesting clientele. They don't want the band loud, and as what you think is barely even loud is too loud. Yeah, I've played gigs like so, that before. So it should be a trip to play the, the gig on electronic kit. You know what I mean? Because then the volume is truly controlled. You'll probably hear the tapping of the pads, you know, over the volume of the music potentially. Yeah. Um, have you, but but, but you've, you've played gigs like that before, right? Well, I've played gigs where I've had to play an acoustic kit, Whisper Quiet. You know what I mean? So you have to play like, I mean, like, look, like when we when did Cole's thing at school. You know what I mean? Right, right, I had right. to play those tunes at a very, you know, with, with, enthusiasm and charisma but at a very low volume so at least with an electronic kit you can lay into it you know what i mean the song gets pumping you could you know i could play hard and it's not going to change the volume at all right right yeah i mean i play no, gigs. No, i fixed fixed the velocity so that it just stays one mono you know one drum volume that's it right yeah i've, I've played gigs with before where the drummers were using v drums but we weren't using in-ears or anything so it, it was like that's all you heard was the stick kit and the rubber <laughs> like oh and super excited too dude yeah i get my new in-ears uh came in i think i get the uh, i got rehearsal tomorrow night and for these gigs do we're adding a, a, ma a secondary male singer like with more of a like a high range rock voice and we're in sax player nice so yeah it should be really good and then um. Yeah, the one after Labor Day, I think, is September seventh. Is a private party we've played. This would be the third time we've played it down in South Jersey. Okay. Backyard party, but they go all out. They build stage. You know, they get a riser. Uh, it's like a hundred people. It's be pretty cool. I don't know. Um. All right. Well, I guess so. I can't come to that show. No, you can't come to those. But no. that's why I said I'm really bummed about Chipos because that would have been the perfect opportunity to do that. You know? What are, what are the chances that we you could book a gig, just a one-off gig, and we piece a band together? Do you have, do you know any place we could, even if it's a shithole bar or whatever, do you know any place that we could just book a gig and make a hundred bucks a man and, and piece a band together? Let me think about it. Alright, think about it. I think quickly before next week. Because that would be fun. No pressure whatsoever. We can just go in and jam and have fun. And, and you know, it, it, who cares about, you know, anything. Whatever. Just go and get some. I'm, I'm sure between you and me, we can Well, find... dude, what I've done, and seriously, in the past, and, and this was something that I, I had proposed a bunch of times. So there's like a clubhouse by me on the lake. And it probably holds realistically um, 70 people, 80 people, you know? Okay. That's not bad. And a while ago, we, I was trying to put something together to rent it. I think it's like, I don't know what it was. It's called 300 bucks to rent it, right? But you rent it all day, all night. Like, if you rent it, you have it, you know, so if you get the date. And long story short, I want to set up the PA. I want to set up the Weisenheimer. I want to set up the PA inside. They have a little, like, riser in the corner so you can make a little stage, put the drums up there, put the band on the floor. And I want to put set the PA up, and I want to get it all dialed in, you know what I mean? Like, go through all the bugs, the in-ears, monitors, the cables, label everything, you know what I mean? Get, like, set to, to run, you know? But then since we're doing that all during the day, then that night – 
and take a break, go get something to eat, come back, and then that night have a giant party there and charge, like, you know, enough money to cover the cost of the place. I, that sounds like a great idea, but could we get people to come to that? Well, that's just it. We'd have to see what, what the date is, right? Like, when, when that would be, who's going to, who's available to do it. Right. You know, who can jam and then, right, try to make it happen. I'm sh- But again, I'm sure between me and you, we can come up with enough music, you know, good musicians to put a band together. Or, I mean, we already got the rhythm section, me and you. So, you know, guitar keys, vocals. Right. I, I mean, I know enough people that I could call and get some some feelers anyway. And plus, I have Cover Band Central. <laughs> exactly. You have resources. That, there's to, that, too. <laughs> no, but I'm saying even beyond that, like you could uh, you could do it. Like you got to look at the logistics. Though. You need, we need a PA. Right, right. Got to figure that in. You well, know? well, I mean, can you like kind of, I mean, that's a good idea, that one, but can you kind of look around for any uh, bars, yeah. clubs, whatever? that? No, have I'll it? look around and see if there's any, like, plug and play. But the problem with yeah. that is even with Weisenheimer's looking like that, like, everybody's booked solid, man. You know, like, there's a – unless there's a cancellation and someone knows that, you you know, you're on their, like, call list. You know what I mean? Like, it's slim pickings, dude. It really is. Every weekend, every place is booked, man. Every place has bands. Right. Like, right now, we're booking for, like, spring. You know, like, this dress right. this year's done. Right. All right. Unless well, we get a call, you know, like Famished Frog in Morristown will call us and say, hey, can you play next weekend? Hey, I, I need a band. You know, we're on their call list, right? which is great, but it's 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 few and far between and it's last minute, you know. But he's starting to book September. He'll start booking for, you know, next year. Right. I get it. But let's go like all LOA yeah, on, I'll, on this. I'll, I'll look around, though. We'll go all LOA on this and, and just the right place will come up for the, at the right time for us. Because, I, I mean, yes, I would really right. like that to be a part of my trip is to jam, especially with you, man. That would be incredible. Well, and listen, if worse comes to worse, we can jam at my house. I have basses, I have PA, I have drums, you know what I mean? I have a keyboard. Right. But, you know, so, I'm an exhibitionist, man. I want to put on a show. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Well, we can, we can, you know, we can record it and send that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I got you. Yeah, we'll have to see, you know, who's if, it, or maybe somebody else's gig that we can sit in with. Yeah, yeah, there's that too. Yeah, if if there's somebody, I'll look at calendars. I already know that this girl Kathy, um, and uh, another person too that's in the band. They're they're both in the in the Carbon Central VIP group on Facebook, and they're playing. I already know that they're playing that weekend. Um, Friday and Saturday, and I don't remember where. I, I think one of them was a barn, um, and I don't remember where else. So, so that's one possibility. Just talk to them and go jam with them. Um, yeah, right. So that's one already there. But you know, as soon as I kind of announce it that I'm coming up to Jersey, not that it's going to be like everybody's going to stop what they're doing, but as soon as I put it on Facebook, well, they might depends what they're doing. <laughs> as soon as I put it on Facebook, though, people will be like, "Oh yeah, we're playing here or whatever," you know. So we'll find something. Um, so, all right. So opportunity. All right. So the thing that didn't happen that, that we wanted to happen didn't happen, but opportunity is there always. Yeah. Plan B and then you got 24 others. Right. Um, so there's a couple other things I wanted to tell you. Um, and one of them is, and this, this is such a trip, man. And, and this, I, this just makes me so happy. Um, uh, it was after the last podcast we did. And I don't know 
when it was exactly. It was it was like maybe two weeks ago. I woke up to this message, this Facebook message, and I get them fairly often, almost daily, from people who are, you know, asking me something about Caravan Central, about the group, about the page, something. Uh, and I got one this morning that I woke up, and it was from some guy in Ireland, and he said, uh, you know, I heard you talking about the sound issues on the Wisdom Hour, and I think I could help you out. Uh, is it okay if I contact you and let you know? And like I'm groggy, or like I'm looking at this message, I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he right away calls me on Facebook Messenger, and he's he's in Ireland, and he's got this thick Irish accent, and he's and I can't do an impression of it, so I'm not gonna try. But he's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I heard you, you know, you're talking about the, these sound issues, and he's like, I work for you know a sound company, and I do this, I do sound for this uh, for. Uh, for things like this, for podcasts and stuff. So he, he gave me all these things to do, and I wrote them down on a piece of paper. I was just like, and barely awake, mind you. Um, and one of them, he said, your gain was too high. So I said, okay, I'm going to turn this gain down, and it's it'll stop clipping. And, and, and there's other notes that I, he, I wrote on here, which I'm not even sure what they mean now. Uh, but he did give me a resource to go to, to learn how to do this right. And I haven't gone there yet, but I have it now. So I'm excited that. And I, the upshot of all of this is just, it's, it blows my mind that somebody from freaking Ireland called me on the phone and told me how to fix the sound that I'm doing here from my stupid apartment in New Orleans, uh, you know, t talking to you about stuff that we would talk about anyway. <laughs> That's how it works, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Hi, Steve here to fix right up. Right. <laughs> Here you go. You're always after my lucky charms. <laughs> we used to have this guy, Irish John. He was a spackler back like 20 years ago. I was even like 30 years ago when I was a kid working construction. And the guy would say, he'd say, go over there and talk to John. And say, John, what are you working on over there? Oh, you see, and put the things in tight. And put the things in tight. Many satisfied customers. Yes, very good there. Tony. <laughs> that was his conversation. That is All day, every day, dude, just like that. And we love the Irish people. I am half Irish. so we, I am I'm Irish as well. We, I'm certainly not making fun of you. We love you in Ireland. No, and I'm not I, making I, fun I would of anybody. love to... Thing, they have such a strong, you know, the brogue sometimes. Yes. It's very, very hard to understand what they're saying. Yes, but if you're listening, my friend, the fellow who, who contacted me, thank you very much. I haven't really done what you suggested to yet. But I will. And if you want to give me some feedback on this episode, if you're listening to it and see if it sounds any better, or any worse, or whatever, p please feel free to contact me again. And thank you very much for reaching out. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, and, what a testament to the human spirit, right? Like that's so nice of uh, yeah, you know that that, that the, you know, to, to take the time to care enough to to reach out, you know, to say, hey, I can help. Yeah, because help you. Yeah, he says he's in he. In, he enjoys it. He enjoys this stuff. And there's a lot of people out there that do, which is really cool. Uh, and the other thing I would tell you, did, did I tell you about that? I was getting this, the whole Amazon, uh, Alexa thing. Yes. Uh huh. I did tell you that I was getting it or that I had no, you had already had it. You were I like freaking out. Oh, I'm freaking out. Okay. I'm still freaking out. I love this thing. It is my favorite thing in the world. This, I, I have, the, the main Amazon Echo thing 
in my my living room basically basically between my living room and my office right in, in between there uh, and then I have the dot in my bedroom and the dot in my spare room my my hang room it's kind of my chill room I call it where I have a TV and a couch and candles and I have a little patio cool. uh, yeah so I had those set up and I, I I've been just adding songs to the playlist every day I, I, I have a master playlist and I joined Amazon Music and you can just go, there's 50 million songs to pick from. There's all these live versions and acoustic versions and rare versions and it's incredible, dude. It is, I, I, music is my favorite thing. It's always been my favorite thing. And I, you know, I'm a musician, but first and foremost, I'm a music fan. And the fact that I have this like futuristic tool to me where I could just <laughs> to, to browse dude, 50 million songs. Dude, I, I mean, all I have to do is speak it. Like if I went back and told my five-year-old self that who was, I, I was riding around on my bicycle when I was five years old and I had an AM transistor radio that I would hold to my ear and listen to, uh, it was WABC, 77 WABC in New York. And they would play, you know, it was, the early seventies, they were playing the, the top 40 hits of the time, which was, you know, yes. uh, w whatever. And I just, that, that's all I did. I would ride. Yeah, it was my, Chicago, Billy Joel, bands like that. Not even Billy Joel yet. It was, you know, it was still wings, I guess, because it was post Beatles, yep. but they were still playing yep. Beatles yep. songs. And, and, uh, but I mean, that's all I did. I rode around my bicycle and I listened to my, if, if I went back now and told my five year old self that when you were, when you're, you're 52 <laughs> and you can just speak what you want to hear like because i would sit there on listen with the with the am radio waiting for my favorite song to come on and i would sit there all freaking day waiting for them to play that one favorite song that i wanted to hear if i went and back and told that that kid someday you're going to be able to just speak what you want to hear and it will play that I mean, that kid would be like, "You're crazy, alien dude. Where are you?" <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, I mean, I, I no mean, it's, it's it's to me, it's just the best thing in the world. I, I I so I have it set up as a group where I just and I call the group everywhere. So I just say, Alexa, play Master List every or shuffle Master List everywhere, and I I'm up to almost two thousand songs on my list. So it's just starts shuffling through the songs and it plays it everywhere in my apartment. So I had it in the living room, in the bedroom, in the chill room. So on the last night that we played, and this will tie everything up so beautifully. On the last night that we played at the Swamp, I set up an event prior to it on Facebook inviting everybody we know to come and celebrate. You know, this is a celebration of this band and... And a, a thank you to everybody who was involved with it or supported us and invited everybody to come. And a few of those people showed up, and it was kind of nice. But uh, two of the people that showed up are this this uh, husband and wife, um, Robert and Amy. And they, they are frequent New Orleans visitors. They're from Tennessee. And very, very nice people. Uh, and Amy is a photographer and an excellent photographer. And she comes to New Orleans and brings her top-of-the-line photography equipment and shoots a bunch of the bands on on, uh, on Bourbon Street. And she's become friends with a lot of us. She takes incredibly excellent artistic pictures. And I've used many of them as my profile picture on Facebook. 
Um, so they had planned on coming for the weekend to come go see another band on Saturday. But because I sent out this invite and saying it's the last show, blah, 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 they came early on Thursday. And, you know, Robert and I are friends on Facebook. Amy and I are friends on Facebook. And I've been talking about the Alexa thing on Facebook. Robert gifted me. He, he brought me a present and gave me another Echo Dot. So now I have oh, wow. cool. four of them in my apartment. <laughs> so I put the fourth one in my bathroom. So now wherever I am basically in my apartment, I can hear the music just sounding good, whatever. I can hear it well. It's, 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 it, dude, it is my favorite thing in the world. I, I, it really is. Like, I don't want to just sit around and do nothing and watch TV, blah, blah, blah. I want to listen to music and work, blah, blah, blah. I like to walk around my apartment. I like to putter. And I, I just, I love it so much. And I wish I could make some money promoting this shit for, for Amazon. But, and I probably. <laughs> There's no promotion necessary because I think as soon as someone gets it, they have the same epiphany that you do about a lot of things. Yeah. And I probably could. I could probably set up some sort of a deal with them to make some money. Maybe I will. But anyway, I love it. It's my favorite thing. And I just wanted to emphasize that. Again, you can make, because uh, you can make playlists at what, with whatever. Like if you're, it's so useful. And if you're in a band, you can make playlists. And if everybody else is on Amazon, you just share that playlist with everybody in the band. It's so cool, man. There's so many things you can do with it. Very cool. So, anyway. Excellent way to end the Wisdom Hour. Yes, that is an hour. Um, thank you for sticking with us, everybody that does and that goes back and listens to previous episodes, too, because that's really cool. Uh, and we're just chugging along. And it's just going to get better now because I'm not working anymore. As long as nothing crazy comes up for either one of us, we're going to stick to every Tuesday. We're going to do this, and we're not going to skip any more weeks. Um yeah, it'll be a weekly event. Yeah, so uh, that's the plan, and we're going to do a page. Except for next Tuesday, because I have rehearsal, but we can do it Monday. Is that true? It's true. Okay, we'll do it Monday then, yes. Good, that's better anyway, because I'm going away Thursday, so that gives me a few more days to get ready for a cruise. Uh, yes. Yes, okay, so cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we're going to uh, get some more stuff going on on the website with this too, but... If you want to vis- visit the website now, it's CoverBandCentral.com. There's a lot of cool stuff on there already. There's the forum. There's all the articles that uh, useful stuff for musicians out there. That you're you, if you're working or you're not working or whatever, it's just a fun read either way. Check it out. Uh, you can also sign up for a free profile for you, your band, or both on the website, and of course we're on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Central is the page and then the group. You can check that out too. And the, the rest of the podcasts on Spreaker, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, everywhere. And uh, there's a book too that I wrote, which is still out there, Cover Band Riches. If you want to make money doing this stuff, read that. It's available on the website. And that's it for us this week. Episode 64 in the books thanks for listening everybody share post comment all that stuff we'll talk to you soon
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.